episode 8, Take the First Step Towards Your Goal. Welcome to Monday Motivation. My name is Dickie Armour. I run a few different online businesses focused on domain names, funky cool email services, and brand licensing. I'm an author and a keynote speaker. I love life, I love people, and I love helping people. It's what drives me. Each week, I bring you motivation, inspiration, and business advice to help you make huge improvements to your business, your happiness, your success, and your life overall. Thanks so much for spending some of your valuable time with me today. Let's get started. Think about your dreams and ambitions. Nobody I know has achieved everything they want from life, so I know you'll definitely have some dreams and ambitions that you'd still like to achieve. I'd like you to pick one of those. It doesn't matter whether it's your business or personal life, because what I'm going to share with you will work for every single one of your goals, dreams and ambitions. I'm going to talk about the little steps you need to do every day, every week and month to move you closer to achieving your goals. So choose one of your goals now and I want you to think about it. It might be something new you've decided that you want to do within the next 12 months or it might be something you've wanted to do or have for ages. Whatever it is, focus on it now. Really think about it and get specific. I want you to have it in your mind in really vivid detail. One of the mistakes we make with our goals is we're a bit unfocused and only really know roughly what it is that we want. But you need to get specific. If you want to go on holiday, that's not a goal. You have to drill down into the detail. And funnily enough, think about the last few holidays you've been on. We are so much better at planning and booking holidays than we are our dreams and ambitions. We know exactly where we want to go. We know the perfect hotel. We know which airline or holiday company to choose. And it's all so simple when you know exactly what you want. So think about that one goal again. How much detail do you have about it? If it's a move to a big mansion in the country, then that's not enough. Whereabouts? Which county or state? Which town or village? Have you found the dream home online on an estate agent's website yet? Have you visited the actual village to see the house in real life? If you want to buy a new car, what make and model are you going to get? If you want an Aston Martin, that's not enough. They make over 10 different models. Which specific Aston Martin do you want? What colour? What type of leather interior? What type of alloy wheels? What colour brake calipers? A convertible or not? That's the level of detail I'm talking about. So back to your goal. I think too many people make the mistake of setting a goal. And if you're really disciplined, you'll have even set a deadline date for achieving it. But then what? So many books and experts suggest that you should read the goal out every single day, first thing in the morning and last thing at night. And I completely agree, you should be doing that. I do that. And I'll share part of mine with you in a second. But it's not good enough to just do that. Now don't get me wrong here, if you have got your goal down to that level of detail and you've got it written down and you read it out twice a day, oh my goodness, well done, you're in the minority, so you already stand a great chance of achieving it. But the next step is the often missing ingredient. I think people have been missold on how to set goals. They've been led to believe that that's all you need. Know what you want, 
in great detail, write it down and read it out every day. The next step, which is so vital, is you have to take action. You have to do something every day, every week, every month to move you in the right direction towards achieving your goal. But people have been led to think and believe that they can just sit there and that the power of the subconscious mind will deliver their goal to them. And I'm not saying that that can't and won't happen. We can never underestimate the power of the subconscious mind and the law of the universe. With focus, things can happen to help us along the way. But you can't just sit there waiting and doing nothing and expecting things to change. You've got to start taking action. If you've not yet written your goal down in vivid detail, then that's the first little step for you to take. As I mentioned earlier, I've got mine written down, and one of mine is called My Perfect Day. Here's just a cut-down version of part of it, just to give you an idea of how specific you should be. I wake up, I kiss my gorgeous wife and quickly put on my swimming shorts. I walk down our huge staircase, across the hall, and into our amazing kitchen, where I pop on my Nespresso coffee machine. I love coffee. I pop in a pod of Levanto, followed by a pod of Veluto. A nice cup of black coffee, and a check on my overnight sales on PayPal and ClickBank. I grin as I add up the figures. I then head down into our basement and do 25 leisurely laps of our stunning 25-metre pool. I jump in the sauna and sit for 15 minutes until I can't stand the heat anymore. Drops of sweat all over my fit body. It doesn't seem real that all this wealth has come to me in just the last four years. Incredible how I changed my life completely by just setting goals, visualising them with passion and conviction and taking action. We have a beautiful bathroom like a stunning five-star hotel with floor-to-ceiling tiles and an amazing walk-in shower with a huge, powerful shower head. Actually, I've got that already. I shave and then jump in the shower where I cover myself in silver birch body wash from Molten Brown. I love that stuff. And I use that every day already. I get dressed in my walk-in dressing room. We have his and hers, which is pretty cool. Today, I'm off to Marbella for my two-day exclusive business retreat event for my VIP subscribers. I'm driving for our home in the Cotswolds to Bristol Airport, which is about an hour and a half. It's a great bit of country road driving and then mainly motorway down to Bristol. I'm feeling pretty chilled, so I decide to take the Rolls-Royce Dawn. I don't want to drive like a loony and the Lamborghini and Aston Martin both make me feel like driving too hard. I grab the the keys to the Rolls-Royce and I walk out the front door. I walk across our drive with the gravel crunching under my brown church shoes. Across the drive is my purpose-built garage where we keep all our cars. My wife's Range Rover VS autobiography is still sat on the drive from last night and gleams at me under the outside lights. My wife loves it and I do too. I'd wanted a Range Rover for years. We often take the Range Rover because it's comfortable and has loads of boot space. I blip the special key on my fob and the doors to the garage slowly and silently slide open from the middle to reveal a pristine forecourt of marble flooring. It's a huge, spacious building with awesome LED lighting and has room for ten cars. I only have five cars. I only have five cars. Sounds kind of weird saying it now. Plus my wife's two, her Range Rover and her Mercedes GLE 500. 
My other two cars are sat there gleaming at me, a stunning silver Mercedes CLS 63 AMG and a beautiful red Ferrari California T. I need to get working and create some new income flows so I can afford to buy the next three cars to fill the spaces in my garage. I love cars and it feels so great to have nearly all the ones I've always wanted. A Bugatti Veyron still feels a bit of a way off. Next on the list is the new McLaren 675LT, but I might decide on a Porsche GT4 instead. I've always loved Porsches since I got my boyhood dream back in 1993, my red Porsche 911 Carrera 2 Cabriolet. That was a dream come true. My garage was designed by an architect friend of mine and he's angled the spaces so that any of our cars can be driven out from its bay whenever we want to drive them. It's pretty cool. I blip the key fob for the dawn and lights up the interior. I love dawn. My wife always jokes that I'm having an affair with the car. She's got nothing to worry about. She's way more stunning and beautiful than any of my cars. I open the door, and I never get bored of this. I love how the doors open the other way round to a normal car. It's so cool. I smile as I dump my laptop case on the passenger seat as I get in. I hit the start button and slowly drive the door out as I move onto the drive. I hit the button on the spare fob in my car, and the garage doors slide closed. I slowly steer the Rolls-Royce down our drive and head out for the A44. I feel like a million dollars driving this gorgeous car. The sumptuous smell of leather is so amazing. I take a deep sniff and smile, a huge happy smile. The ride's so smooth, it feels effortless driving this car. I plug my iPhone into the USB port in the centre console and put on my driving playlist. I've got some great songs on there. Just over an hour and 15 minutes later, I arrive at Bristol Airport. It's still only 7am, so traffic's light. I drive past the main airport entrance and along the A38 towards the next roundabout, where I turn right and into the private airport. I park the rolls in my personal space and open the boot. Manuel is there to greet me. He comes bustling over and takes my case out. He knows not to fuss over my laptop case. I always carry that myself. We head into the private entrance and I'm greeted warmly by the aviation staff. A quick check of my passport and I head up to the VIP lounge. I grab a quick cup of coffee and sit flicking through Twitter, Periscope and Facebook on my phone. Gavin, my private pilot, pops up to say hi and briefs me on the flight details. My Gulfstream 200 was a very nice luxury, which I'm using more and more these days. Three million quid and worth every penny. How cool is that? It goes on much longer and into a lot more detail and it it talks about getting on the plane and flying over to Marbella and talks about the event, etc. And there are some really personal references in there about my wife and daughter, which I've cut out. It's a five-page document that goes into vivid detail of a typical day in my future life. I, I already feel as if it's real. It is amazing. So take action and get specific and write down your goal in great detail. And yes, read it out loud every morning and every night. And don't just read it out. Pump in some passion like I just did when reading mine. Feel how you would actually feel and smile that huge beaming grin. And then begin taking that first step. What one thing can you do today to get you closer to getting that goal? So if it's a holiday, go to the travel agent today and get the brochure on your destination. Go online and go to the website of the hotel that you're going to stay at. 
If it's that new car, go to the dealer's website and browse the cars. Get really excited about it and then book a test drive. Yes, sure, you might be wasting their time today, but I promise you, going on a test drive makes your goal so much more real. And that's what I did when I wanted my Porsche 911. I went to AFN, a Porsche dealer in Chiswick, London, and went for a test drive. It was brilliant. I then knew what it felt like to be sat behind the wheel. I knew how it sounded when it started the engine and blipped the throttle. So start taking action. And then each day after you've read your goal out with passion, think about one or two things that you can do that day, that week, to get you closer to achieving your goal. I've found that breaking down a goal into lots of smaller steps really helps me realise and believe that it's doable and it's achievable. Break it down into smaller steps. So, for example, if you want to earn £50,000 more in income next year, then that might seem quite daunting and perhaps not possible. Stop! Don't even think like that. Break it into smaller steps. £50,000 divided by 12 months is about £4,000 a month. £4,000 divided by 4 weeks is about £1,000 a week. £1,000 divided by 5 days is £200 a day. So think about your business, your service and your products. How much more business do you need to get that? If you're a business coach and you charge £500 a day, then you only need to win two new clients a week. So what do you need to do to win two new clients this week? Work out where they are and how to get in touch with them. You need to learn your conversion rate. You might need to speak to 100 people a week to meet with 12 of them, from which two will become a new customer. You get the idea. So get going with that goal, and then you just need to do the same for each of your other goals. Write it down in vivid detail. Read it out loud with passion every morning and every night. Start doing these things every single day that will take you closer to achieving your goal. And rinse and repeat. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my Monday Motivation Podcast. Please do me a huge favor. Please go to iTunes and leave me a review. And let me and others know what you think. I'd really appreciate it. You can connect with me everywhere on social media. I'm lucky with a name like mine. Just search for Dickie Armour and you'll find me. You can check out the links in the show notes too. Until next time, take care and thank you so much for listening. Dare to dream big dreams and go out and make it happen today and every day. Music